0: Nat. and i'm kat welcome to the crime chat i am your forensic femme fatale natalie is your true crime addict
1: connoisseur we're just two normal girls who not only bring you dark crimes evil minds and occasionally the unknown oh. but we are your crime chat duo who has some really big news oh my tonight. Gosh. Tonight.
0: We've collabed. We've collabed. We have an official collaboration with Mad Love Cosmetics. We have our very own Crime and Cosmetics beauty line. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mind-blowing. mind-blowing mind-blowing and it's season one so it's named after our prime and cosmetic villains mm-hmm. and a couple bonus mm-hmm. from season one like the lipstick killer the bloodbatheries elissa yes. Vault, the youtube makeup artist killer uh-huh
1: and of course the one the only Ugh. aqua tawana <laughs>
0: Miss <laughs> Julia Tavonna herself, center stage. <laughs> and Marilyn Monroe. And Marilyn Monroe. We had to include Marilyn Monroe in this Crime and Cosmetics. Mm-hmm. So we've got eyeshadow, we've got lashes, and lippies that are on the way. Yes. So go to www.madlovecosmetics.com to pre-order. Mm-hmm. Right, meow. Yeah, right meow.
1: Right meow. Right now. Do it right
0: meow. Do it right meow. <laughs> Crime and Cosmetic Specialties, our Crime Chat with Nightcat Cat collaboration with Mad Love Cosmetics. So exciting.
1: Yes. Support you girls. Yes. Go get, a, go get your palette and lippies and lashes You're- and look for
0: fierce you're gonna love all the
1: blood all of it all of the blood all the murder all, the, mur- all, the, all mur- the murder all the kill <laughs>
0: <laughs> so here's your disclaimer chatters the falling crime chat does contain adult content and descriptions of very violent scenarios today i'm also going to throw in an additional trigger warning we're going to talk about the death of children we're also going to talk about suicide so please feel free to skip Come back next week uh-huh. if you're hanging in there chatters your listener discretion is advised. Yes, and you have been warned and before we get into today's crime
1: chat cat what have you done House of Dragons Uh, you could
0: not you could not stay away resist (laughs) you could not stay away oh my gosh it's freaking amazing my husband actually said so we've watched the first three episodes Mm -hmm. right he's like this is gonna be better than Game of Thrones Mm -hmm. and I'm sitting there look what do we do when we find characters we google them Mm -hmm. right so uh Targaryen I'm like where does she fit in the line? Uh-huh. How How is she related to the Mad King? Yes. Like, where does Jon Snow come into this <laughs> place? Like, I'm literally going, like, what's your family tree, Targaryens? Yeah. Yeah. A freaking amazing. Wow.
1: It's a, an incredible rabbit hole to go down. I mean, I I, I know whose dragon is who and what their special features tar-garious.
0: are. Targaryens. And- <laughs> Targaryens. Targaryens. Yeah
1: so let me ask you a question so who are your your two favorite characters in house of dragon right now
0: i think i mean i think it's it Ranaerys, the daughter mm-hmm. is, and i i hate Damon. do you yeah but i i know he's gonna come back but i hate him because matt smith is his name? Yeah. He plays an amazing evil character. He does. Amazing <laughs> he evil does. character. He does. Do you remember a while back, a few episodes back, I was telling you about a movie I watched on the plane called A Night in Soho. Yes. He was the evil character in that movie. <sighs> so me. Gotta watch A Night in Soho. It's I gotta. So I gotta check
1: it out. I gotta check. Yeah, yeah, you said that before. I have to check it out. But yeah, just so you know, like. Damon Targaryen, from from what I researched and re- when I read the books, like that the writer, the uh, George Martin, his his favorite character to write was Damon Targaryen. So and
0: I because of everything that's surrounding him, yeah. like he, there's so much, he, like every uh, his wanting to be the king yeah. and. I did look ahead uh-huh. and Rhaenyra and Damon get married. Yes, they do. Oh my
1: god, she marries her
0: uncle. In the last episode,
1: they wanted to marry her to her brother the baby well that's true the baby so yeah so like
0: her half brother yeah
1: so damon is i think damon is gonna be that character that you want to hate but you don't want to fight without him on your side i could
0: see that okay yeah so
1: he's like one yeah. of those bratty spoiled uh entitled people but yeah he does have this kind of little he has this incredible conflict within himself yeah. where he said it like when uh he was having that conversation by the fire pit he was like you can't you you know, don't talk bad about the king. That's my brother. I can talk mm-hmm. bad about the king,
0: like yeah, no, and that's so <laughs> true with family, right? Yes. You you yeah. better not talk shit about my family. So on, I, I could talk shit about my exactly, family, exactly, but, but you better can't.
1: not. Hell no. So there's a level where I like them, and then there's a level where I'm like, what a fucking okay. idiot. I'm- I'm with you there. Yeah.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Oh, so the other thing I watched was on Netflix. Mm -hmm. It's, I think it's a, it's a limited like three part series, like three part episode. I just killed my dad. Uh, What? Yeah. You haven't seen that? No. Is it good? Is it good? Yes. Is it out? Like now? Yes. Yeah, it's on Netflix now. And it's a Netflix original. Mm -hmm. And this kid was like 16 or 17, shot his dad. Mm -hmm. But as they go back and start to peel the onion layer on this kid, he was kidnapped by his father. He was physically, likely physically, definitely emotionally abused. His father refused to let him go to school. He was homeschooled. But when he was 16 years old, he had the grade level of a fifth grader. Like, this kid, just he... The night that he killed his father, he felt like he was going to die. And that was, like, self-defense. So that he ended up getting probation okay he pled to manslaughter ended up getting just probation he definitely for him yeah like just like you would feel for a woman did it have to did it have to come to that you know there was a, you got you just gotta watch it I gotta it see was it. in freaking insane. like probably a really good crime chat to do okay let's do it on this on this kid yeah so you gotta watch it and let me know what you think what state was it in florida louisiana oh, okay louisiana okay. <laughs> okay. louisiana <laughs> louisiana Louisiana.
1: All yeah. right, I'll check that out. Well, what about you? What have I done? Oh, a House of Dragons? Done yes. that. I've been, d- and I, I just, I've just been, like, doing, like, the House of Dragons lore and, like, catching, and brushing up on, like, the history and stuff like that, and... I just love, and I'm and i and I'm heartbroken because they just announced that Miguel Sapochnik is not going to continue as creative director. Oh. He's the guy. So Miguel Sapochnik is the guy that brought us every single amazing episode from Ga- Game of Thrones. So he did like yeah. all the big wars. He did all the long yeah. nights. Like he did that. Yeah. And. Wow. Yeah. And he, he took creative control over this, but he's like, I only got one season in, in me. Like that's it. Like, oh, oh mm.
0: no well you know what i will say i was very happy mm. that they kept the theme music yes, dun, 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 yes. Dun, 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 dun.
1: you know who dun, i like though out dun, of dun, everyone dun, 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 dun. she's not like in there yet but you'll see more of her mm-hmm. Rainy's targaryen i like that girl because if there's a woman if there's anybody in that show that reminds me of Daenerys Targaryen, it's mm-hmm. Rainy. Okay. The queen okay. that never was. Yes. she's a badass. Like, she's a warrior. Wasn't she? She was the, uh, so she's the granddaughter of the king, Jacaerys, that gave uh, Viserys his throne. Okay. But he skipped over his granddaughter to get to him. She was older.
0: Oh. Oh, yes. Yes. So she's the one that married. The sea snake or whatever. Oh, 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 mm -hmm. the sea snake guy. Okay, 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 okay. Another bad, like, that's just a
1: badass couple. Like, it's a truly, and their kids ride dragons. She rides a
0: dragon. He
1: owns everything. Like, come on. It's going to be great, great, great great series. Mm-hmm. We'll
0: see how far it goes. Mm-hmm. Now, Harrington is actually supposed to That's Jon Snow. He's supposed to come back and have a series with Jon Snow like the post, yeah, like what happens after he gets exiled. That would be amazing. <gasps> I love him. Yes. Oh, you know
1: Drogon's so coming back to him. Oh,
0: yes. Well, we had a very rough episode last night. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Sorry. Unit 731 and all of its horrors. This episode is going to be just as heavy. And it's not going to be my fault this time. It's Kat's fault. It's me. (laughs) But I would like you to lighten it up a little bit before we get into all of the things. I will do my best. Okay. Okay.
1: But I know your story is going to be dark. So I figured today we will go over some of Nat's Nutty News. Yay! Yay! Breaking news. I'm gonna bring five stories that I found in headlines. Okay, from all over the world. I'm not focusing directly on Florida this time, even though there's plenty of Florida stories. No more Florida, man. Not not right now. Next next Nat. I mean, he's around doing shenanigans, but of course he is. Of course he is. Yeah, always. Okay, Cat. So my first story that I pulled from the headlines. The headline reads: Indonesian police burn 3 three tons of weed and get the entire town high <laughs> that's actually the title and I'm reading it I'm like well you know what I would have worded it different but that's the actual headline
0: but I mean if that's the purpose of the article mm-hmm. if like you know that's the headline supposed to catch you yeah while it caught me okay, there it is Whoop, and there it, it is. got me high <laughs> Just kidding. so in 2015 the
1: police accidentally got their residents high as kites when they burned 3.3 tons of a pile of marijuana. And now
0: this is one hell of a control <laughs> burn. Yes, this is. That we used to we used to do control burns just to get, you know, familiar with like the smell, like if you were to smell it if you go into a place like you'd be able yes. to. And it's such a significant smell, like literally it is. So this is one hell of a contact high. Yes, that's exactly what
1: they say in the article. They say a number of residents including the journalist in Indonesian neighborhood reported feeling dizzy, headaches, intoxicated when the yep. bloom of smoke Blew over their streets.
0: <laughs> oh gosh!
1: Yes. Basically, giving the entire town a contact high. Awesome. Yeah, that would be that would be fun. We're in Indonesia. No I'm just I, I know. <laughs> Moving on. Okay. Uh, next headline reads: Kentucky man sues himself after being hit by his own boomerang. <laughs> what? <laughs> so it, oh my gosh. in 1996, Larry Rutman won $300,000 in a judgment against himself after he was hit in the head with a boomerang that he threw.
0: Yeah. Oh my God! Like how? <laughs> like you pay out $300,000, but you get $300,000? Well, he, there was a,
1: there's something there because the story went on, and somehow, like he didn't have to pay himself, but somehow he made the he made money because he said that. He goes, The most amazing part of all of this is the fact that he will get his money from the insurance company and he <gasps> won't have to pay a cent. I'm gonna go smack myself around the house. <laughs> pssh, 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 pssh. Oh my God. Now that's crazy. All right, next one missing woman unwittingly joins search party looking for herself. That would be something we would do. Mm-hmm. We would do that. I would look, I would look for you and me. Yeah, we would be like, We're missing. Yeah, <laughs> we're missing. So in, let's go yeah. on location. <laughs> so in 2012, a group of tourists spent hours Saturday night looking for a missing woman near Iceland's canyon, only to find her amongst the search party. The woman did not recognize her description. I don't know join this <laughs> how much beer did she drink mm-hmm. like Irish whiskey mm-hmm. like I don't know I don't know but you know what we all have those nights I guess I don't know I don't know
0: I guess so all right
1: <laughs> I prefer not to remember exactly those so <laughs> next story police arrest goat accused of armed robbery <laughs> it wasn't me this one it has a dark ending I'm sorry but in oh they killed the <laughs> goat so in 2009 police in in Nigeria, held a goat on suspicion of attempted armed robbery. They seized a black and white goat saying that it was an armed robber who had used black magic <gasps> to tr- transform no. himself into an animal to escape after trying to steal a Mazda 323. And we cannot confirm the story, but the goat is in the cu- in their custody, that's what they said. <laughs> they continue, we we cannot base our information on something mystical. It has to be proven scientifically, a human being turned into a goat. He said, if released, the goat will be killed for Christmas. (laughs) And there goes your witness. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Okay, so the last story. Have you ever eaten goat before? I have not. I mean, lamb or? Lamb. I've had lamb. I've had lamb. I've had goat cheese. That's good. That's delicious actually.
0: I've had goat kebabs. Is it good? It tastes like chicken. (laughs) It was meat. There's a lot of things that I've eaten that I don't necessarily want to know what it was. I'm pretty sure I've had camel. I'm pretty sure i've had dogs and you think it all tastes like chicken it's just meat it's just meat it's just That's meat it's let's just, meat. just eat it <laughs> i don't want to
1: know so the last story is good i left the best for last of course so of course wife crashes her own funeral her, oh, her husband who had paid to have her killed
0: oh shit oh <laughs> oh yes so these are the best did you ever see the one where it was like a, a a very newly wed couple. They were married less than a year. They were both into working out, and she hires a hitman to kill her husband. Yes, but she gets caught. Like this was in like forensic files. It was in so many different like type of things. Girl, mm-hmm. that and was in movie Florida. Movie. That's the girl that. H- of course, it was in Florida. She got caught by the police. Like the police was setting yes. her up. <laughs> and they were because they were at the house, and like your husband's been killed, and she's like, oh. Oh, 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 oh. Oh, <sighs> and then during her subject interview, he comes in the. Room and he's like, I'm alive, bitch. <laughs> What? (laughs) That was great. Yes, oh my God, that's a good story. We
1: gotta cover that. Okay. In 2016, the late missus sat in her car outside a funeral home in Australia, watching as a few mourners filed out of her funeral. Finally, Mm. she spotted the man she's been waiting for. She stepped out of her car, and her husband looked in horror as, because he thought she was in the casket, okay? (laughs) He yells out, is it my eyes? as she recalls him saying, is it my eyes? Is it a ghost? Surprise! Ouch. I'm still alive, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> she didn't say bitch, but of course, Nat and Gat, we say bit. Bitch! The man looked terrified. Five days earlier, he ordered a team of hitmen to kill her after a 10-year marriage.
0: Mmm, that's a, that's a commitment, yeah. 10 years, yeah. And they told
1: him they did, they succeeded. She was dead, but obviously they, mm. they didn't yeah leading surprise yeah le- i'm still alive exactly and leading to an awkward situation now aqua as you know would never make this mistake mm. miss, julia, miss julia our queen yeah so the lady recalled how he touched her shoulder to make sure she was real <laughs> she, i'm like are you real are you real
0: and then he's <laughs> don't touch yeah
1: me. <laughs> she, yeah seriously He's like, I'm sorry for everything. But at that point, it was too late for apologies. Mm-mm. She called the police. It's too late to
0: apologize.
1: <laughs> yes. He was sentenced to nine years in prison for inciting that's murder. It? Yep, in Australia.
0: Mm, okay. Okay. okay, okay, okay.
1: <laughs> so that's my five wacky headlines in nutty News. I hope that brought some lightness to this episode because we're about to take yes. a deep dive aren't we uh we are <sighs> are you ready yes do you have your wine i'm clutching my wine with both hands as cat's about to speak the story that i have do you have your, <laughs> your chat with
0: that <laughs> cat wine glass
1: <laughs> no i have a solo cup we're, <laughs> we're not gonna judge and we're not we're judging not- no
0: no no no. we're the not judging. The wine glass i mm. used
1: like an hour ago and it's in the in the sink
0: okay Well, here we go. In 1994, a young 23-year-old mother of two pleaded to national news media for the man who hijacked her car with her two babies inside and to bring her children home safely after nine days, just nine days she admitted to killing her three-year-old and 14-month-old boys leaving them strapped to the car seats as she let her car roll down into john d long lake in union county south carolina oh introducing susan smith arguably the most hated woman in america definitely in south carolina yeah do you remember this case i i i do i do yeah but i I remember last time you weren't you were like i know if i remember it but yes now i do fucking susan smith Mm. i'm gonna take a swig (laughs) because this is gonna be deep okay susan lee vaughn was born in union south carolina which is like an hour and a half away from me it's less than two hours away Uh union is called the city of hospitality very small town you know just a couple stoplights that kind of thing uh, she was born September 26, 1971 to Linda Sue Harrison and Harry Ray Vaughn. Bitch is a Libra. Ugh. <laughs> She's the same sign. Oh, no. Damn it. As with many cases we have covered, Susan had a very rough upbringing, wherein her father committed suicide when she was only six years old. God and typically people whose parents have committed suicide they have a higher chance of also committing and or attempting suicide Mm -hmm. so susan's first attempt to take her own life was when she was 13 years old her mother eventually remarried a member of the local chapter of the christian coalition of course remember we're in the bible belt here the man was named beverly russell and he allegedly molested her from the age of 15 up until just a few months before she murdered her children. Oh, my Lord. She was 23 when she murdered her children. Oh, my God. When Susan was 18 years old, she was in a relationship with a married man. When he called it off, she then made a second attempt to take her own life. She then met and married David Smith when she became pregnant with Michael, who is the eldest of the two boys. It was an on-again, off-again relationship, wherein both were had bouts of infidelity between both him and her. And during one of their separations, Susan began to date one of the most eligible bachelors in Union. Ooh. Tom Findlay. While Susan had high hopes of a very stable relationship and a stable future, Tom did not see it that way. Mm. In October 1994, he wrote her a Dear Jane letter explaining how he did not see their lives together. She was not suitable for him, and he did not want the responsibility of having a family, basically taking in her children. (sighs) at this point in his life Mm. this struck susan something crazy and she said she never felt so alone wow now, at the time, she worked at the same company as Tom. She was a secretary, and he was the son of the CEO. She left work around 3 p.m. that day to pick up Michael and Alex, and then Susan drove to a local tavern to talk to a friend about what happened. That he broke up with her, and blah, blah, blah. So she went back to the office again to try and patch things up with him, with Tom, mm-hmm. but it failed. Mm-hmm. She went home, made pizza for dinner, and then she called her friend who worked back at the tavern and said, hey, did Tom ever show up? And she's like, yeah, he's here. Here. well, did he ask about me or did he say anything about me or whatever? And she's like, no, he didn't say anything. So, all, yeah. so she is like spiraling at this point. She put her kids in their car seat and thought that a drive throughout the countryside would do her some good, clear her head. Mm. She went to the local Walmart and then went to drive to see a friend, but she never actually made it from the Walmart to her friend's house. At an intersection in downtown Union, downtown, of course, not like a downtown like you would see even in Florida. <laughs> it's a very like one, to you know, stoplight kind of town. Mm-hmm. She said a black man broke into her car with a gun and said, quote, drive or I'll kill you, end quote. She panicked, but later said that she did just as she was told because she was concerned about her life and the life of her children. And they drove away from downtown Union. She was driving in the direction that he was telling her to go in with a gun against her ribs and the kids crying in the back seat. Susan said that she just did what she could. Oh, boy. Uh... Yeah. When they reached the access road to John D. Long Lake in Union, Susan said that the man told her to stop and get out of the car. She pleaded for her children, but she said he pushed her out of the car. Susan ran to the nearest house and called 911. The sheriff called the FBI and the South Carolina Law Enforcement Division, what we call SLED. It's our state law enforcement. Within days, special agents from all over between the FBI and SLED were on the hunt for this black man that Susan described as the one who hijacked her car and kidnapped her children. David Smith, the father, responded also right away to the house. After she called 911, she called him Mm -hmm. and rushed to Susan's side. He believed Susan and never had, quote, a shadow of a doubt, end quote, that she was telling the truth. A search went on for nine days, exposing a lie that would shock the entire nation and international. I mean, it attracted international news media at this time. But by all accounts, she was a beautiful, loving mother. And as the search began, there was a tearful mother then pleading in the news for the return of the children. And as the investigation went on, it peeled back a very ugly truth following up on leads of the black carjacker the police suspicion was raised only because that when the details that she provided in the description mm-hmm. and like of the composite drawing of the suspect yeah they were very vague and there was one news media that uh, that was interviewed I, I watched this american justice documentary on this actual case american justice was a tv show that was by amy and one of the wis which is in columbia south carolina it's my favorite news channel It's local my <laughs> (laughs) figure a little local channel Mm. but anyway so she was on there and she just said that when the composite drawing came out it was so controversial and she described it as half of the men living in south carolina in columbia south carolina at the time fit the description of the suspect and they the police actually had to be very very careful this was the 90s yeah racial tensions they had to be very careful on pursuing this manhunt and trapping themselves into this profiling of a suspect the composite Drawing itself was very controversial, and that one news media representative said they ended up taking it off the air in that picture because it just it went they went back and forth and eventually they pulled it off the air from the news media just because it was so subjective
1: yeah oh my god i I, okay i now i remember this case a little bit more
0: yeah so in union in the meantime thousands of volunteers posted signs of the missing boys there was volunteers that were just going out and searching this acres upon acres of land Mm -hmm. right susan made television appearances to the news pleading for her children's return but doubts grew rapidly on the second just on the second day of the search she failed her polygraph Susan immediately became belligerent when she was confronted with the failed polygraph. She cussed out the investigator. She just, like, completely turned and was like, how dare you? F you, blah, 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 whatever. So they knew, police at this time, that they could not intimidate her yeah. into a confession. Mm-hmm. They'd have to be very, very calculated and careful on their approach. And I've seen subjects like this, too. Like, when you confront them, you're like, dude, you failed a polygraph. Like, what, a, what, what, what?
1: <laughs> That's how they but act. are like, come at me, what? bro. Bro, oh, I come know. Come at me.
0: <laughs> yeah, come at me, bro. <laughs> Okay, so the third day, <gasps> searches continue, right? We're searching for the kiddos. A car matching Susan's description of her car was located in North Carolina. And there was a lot of hopes for this. Like, maybe that will pan out. But that did end in a dead end. Yeah. A search of Susan's home came up with nothing. And that's typical of police. Whenever there's something happens, you do searches of homes, vehicles. Like, you do as much search as you can to collect as much evidence because people leave stuff everywhere. Yeah. yeah. Everywhere. Yeah. So after about a week, Susan and David, daddy, appeared on the news again. And Susan said, quote, your daddy and I love you so much. You guys have got to be strong. I just know. I just feel in my heart that you're okay. You've got to take care of each other. Your mommy and daddy will be waiting on you when you get home, end quote. And she's crying and she's pleading. But as I'm sitting here, like, I remember this. Like, I and I remember watching it on the news. Yes. As I was re-watching it and I'm mm. like, that bitch. Like, she's just like, <laughs> your daddy and I look love you so much.
1: <laughs> I'm I got this, huh? living for your accent right now.
0: Oh, thank
1: you. I, it. <laughs> I mean, I live I'll in South live. Carolina, so. I love
0: Oh, live. my God. <laughs> You've just got to be strong.
1: <laughs> and I'm just
0: sitting here. I'm watching it, though, and I'm just like, woman. Evil. You are fire. Evil. Ugh. Maniacal. So police did begin to discover inconsistencies in her story mm-hmm. as well. So she failed the poly, right? Inconsistencies in the story. The greeters at Walmart said she they did not recall seeing her at all on the night of October 25th, as she claimed. The friend's house that she said she was going to wasn't even in town at the time. Wasn't even home. I mean, it's possible, like, if you're in a panic and you're like, I'm just going to go drive to my friend's house. I love that you
1: put on your southern accent.
0: (laughs) This is the best. I'm just going to go. Okay, I'm just going (laughs) to drive to my friend's house. Okay. look I'm sorry if it does come out in this I I'm love sorry. it okay <laughs> I love it <laughs> but the friend wasn't even home so in addition to that the intersection that she stopped at where she said the hijacked or came into the car it, she said there was no possible witnesses she was the only one there there was like no other cars around at the intersection and in her statement she wrote that she stopped at a red light and this is where she was at and got hijacked uh-huh. well carjacked however police looked into it that light that she was was at would mm-hmm. only turn red at that intersection with cross traffic oh so that would mean if she was actually at a red light that meant that there was traffic going there was another car yeah yeah
1: there had to be another car or it would be great yes.
0: exactly Oops. so when police confronted her about this at the stoplight she's like oh no i'm sorry i was mistaken <laughs> it wasn't a stoplight it was a stop sign Oh, boy. So she changed the whole intersection. <laughs> she changed so that it was a stoplight to a stop sign. Mm. Like, this bitch changed her story. Mm. And one investigator said, quote, it was like an elaborate chess match. She'd make a move, we'd make a move, until finally it got resolved, end quote. Christ. Oh, my
1: God. Yeah. Yeah. her children.
0: At the pinnacle is her children, and what the fuck? <laughs> we'll get into that. Oh, boy. In this, ugh. Yes. Okay. So national news media also became very skeptical as she's going on the news media. Uh, this became national news story at this time. Susan in her own words would make statements like I loved them. Meaning past tense. Kidding and it. that's typical for people who are already aware that the person that they're talking about has deceased. Oh shit. I didn't realize yes. she did that. Okay. I loved them. Oh boy. Yes. So on the ninth day of the search Susan and David appear on all three national news morning shows at the time. And this, of course, in the 90s, it was only ABC, NBC, and CBS Mm -hmm. claiming their innocence. She said on one of the news shows, quote, It hurts to know that I would be accused or even Thought that I would ever do anything to harm my children. <laughs> As a mother, it's only a natural instinct to protect your children oh from any God. harm. And the hardest part of this whole ordeal is not knowing if your children are getting what they need to survive. And it hurt. It hurts real bad. This is probably the and best
1: quotes. crime chat I've ever <laughs> fucking heard in my life. Okay. Look,
0: chatters I'm making light of it because this is a deep. This is a dark, dark story. story. I have to be light of it. Okay.
1: Cats fucking. Southern (laughs) voice is giving me realness right now. It's it's
0: southern realness. It's okay. Good. Look, I'm in character. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yes. Now, on the same day of these of the news media that she went on all three news medias, her and David, there was intense interrogations, heavy media scrutiny, and a worn down Susan asked to meet with law enforcement at a local community center behind a church. It was like a church and it had this like community center or whatever that yes. was behind it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Here, Susan then asked Sheriff Wells, the Union County Sheriff, for his gun. She said she uh, she told him her children were not okay, and she sobbed. She confessed her car and the children were at the bottom of John D. Long Lake. After nine days. Holy This is giving me chills. See, this is why I keep it light, right? Okay. So, immediately, they dispatched a dive team, and there it was. 125 feet from the water's edge, Uh. divers found Susan's car upside down under 18 feet of water. One of the divers said he pointed his flashlight into the car as it laid at the bottom, and there he saw the glimpse of a... Small hand pressed up against the window. Oh my god, cat. Oh my god. As the car pulled out of the lake, the bodies of Michael and Alex were visible through the side windows, and they left them in their car seats as the car was taken away on the back, like of a wrecker, like a car wrecker. Yeah. Their bodies were described as quote unquote grossly deformed after being underwater for nearly 10 days.
1: Oh, those babies. Oh my god.
0: So, in my opinion, they were left in the car for a couple of reasons. Because mostly the evidence uh, mostly the evidence would have been destroyed by being underwater for so long right and investigators tried to maintain the integrity of as much evidence as they possibly could by leaving the boys in the car seat plus discretion i mean the news media national news medias were out there as they pulled the car out it had a big role to play they were filming live and no one would want to see these boys pulled out of their car seats or out of the car right there at the lake so yes Woo. okay back at the church uh susan smith prepared a written statement and because of her previous belligerent behavior police just let her write her statement and typically in a statement like this especially as the story has changed they would want them to be very specific and say no you told us this in your confession you need to write this out right not right. that, not necessarily coercing them but being like you told us this you need to write this right yeah however because of her previous behavior and cussing out them after she was confronted with the polygraph and everything they thought it would be better for her to just write it and her own and have something in writing was better than having nothing Right. if they were to confront her and clarify. So in her written confession Susan said she was in a veil of tears and suicidal after being dumped by Tom Finley. Not wanting her children to live without a mother she planned to kill herself and her (laughs) children. She drove to boat ramp after driving around Union for about an hour. So she never went to the Walmart she never Mm -hmm. went to her friend's house she just drove around. She let her car go down the boat ramp but ended up pulling the emergency brake up and when she got out she released the brake and watched her car and children get swallowed by the water that evening sheriff wells announced at a press conference on november 3rd 1994 quote susan smith has been arrested and will be charged with two counts of murder in connection with the deaths of her children michael three and alexander 14 months end quote and as like live you could hear the gasps from the audience from the reporters from anybody that who was there basically when sheriff wells was was announcing this yeah now on sunday november 6 1994 michael and alex were laid to rest their small bodies were rested together in one casket one adult-sized casket the city of union wept a shrine was also erected at the boat ramp where they went in to the lake and where they died david the father said that he was heartbroken quote it was a sickening feeling i've never felt experienced before in my life i felt empty i felt hollow i felt betrayed end quote the country the state and the city of union also felt betrayed by this woman. Their support and love for Susan did a complete 180 degree turn into hatred. It was difficult to comprehend how she could do something like this to her very own children. As she was driven to and from jail to the courthouse, like they, you know, they had on this American Justice documentary that I watched, they had like the news media clips and stuff and you could hear them yelling at her in the car, baby killer, murderer. I mean, and that's understandable, right? They were Mm -hmm. angry, especially black Americans oh yeah i mean she literally blamed a non-existent black man for something that she did yeah. how fucking yeah. that's the bottom of the bottom like that's just oh yeah. so of course the state of south carolina pursued the death penalty as they should but susan's defense attorney argued that point because susan already wanted to die she said that she wanted to die in her statement she wanted to die with her children after all the worst punishment would be that she would have to live with what she had done and not succumb to the death penalty hmm. i personally think this was because no. she really didn't want to die
1: <laughs> girl i we don't need to ask taxpayers her fucking me thank meal you be- bill.
0: yeah no she she can go. She, if she had the opportunity to get out of the car, she had the opportunity to save her fucking kids. Mm-hmm. And if she wanted to die, she should have just fucking died and let her kids live. Right. And
1: if she does want to die, we can, we can do that for her. But yeah. you know what? Honestly, from now on, we're going to be paying for her.
0: Just think about that. Just think about that. But wait, there's more. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> fucking so, <laughs> cat. <I can't. laughs> but this was an excuse for her, I mean in my personal opinion, to avoid capital punishment, right? Mm. She really did not if she really wanted to die. Her body would have been found with her children if she really wanted to die. True. As she wrote in her confessions, a bunch of bullshit, if you ask me. She waived her right to a bond hearing, which meant that she was not released on bond and that because she was in jail at the time, there was a right to speedy trial. So it mm-hmm. went very quickly. She stayed in jail. leaving into her trial and honestly she probably thought it was the safest place for her at the moment was to stay in jail because honestly one of the the news reporters said that the community just wanted her lynched at this point yeah i want her lynched at this point and like yeah so okay So that was in October, right? So she was arrested in November. December 12th, she was indicted on two charges of murder. And on January 16th, 1995, the state announced it would seek the death penalty. Now, that big O.J. Simpson trial was also going on at the same time in 1995. And you remember that media carnival that was Fucking going on? O.J. Yes so after seeing what was happening with the news media being in the courtroom outside the courtroom like how the just the frenzy the judge imposed a gag order and also said that cameras were not going to be allowed in the courtroom during this time during her actual trial so the gag order meant that the case could not be discussed outside of the courtroom and the jury which consisted of nine men and three women four were black eight were white they were sequestered to a, a local hotel once the jury selection had actually happened they were sequestered and basically basically separated and they were told that they could not talk about the trial. They were separated from their families, work, whatever. So prosecution decided, now while not required, that they would actually go after the motive to heighten their chances of a death conviction. They said that Susan murdered her children to win back Tom Finley, known throughout Uh Union again as the most eligible bachelor, and argued that Tom was Susan's ticket to stability and the good Uh luck. In the breakup letter, Tom wrote to Susan, quote, there are some things about you that aren't suited for me. And yes, I'm speaking about your children. I'm sure that your kids are good kids, but it really wouldn't matter how good they may be. The fact is, I just don't want children." End quote. Okay. Um, All right. I mean,
1: in, he's entitled to that, but yeah. that is harsh. That is
0: harsh. That's harsh. But yeah,
1: I mean. But he's entitled. But he it, I could see how on her, I could see both perspectives. I could yeah. see saying to somebody, I wouldn't do it in a fucking letter. Well, right. But this is the
0: 90s, I guess. I don't right. Know. I mean, we do like it, I w- People I w- do it in text messages now. I mean, come on. I know.
1: But if somebody has children, <laughs> I would be a responsible adult and be like, listen, you know, like, we're Or we'll let them not...
0: know up front. Right. You know right. what? This isn't going to be a thing. Let's just fuck in, you know, whatever. (laughs) Or not even Cheer. get it to that point. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, right? Let them know. A and and if you're
1: gonna if you're gonna break up with a parent based on the fact that she has children or he has children, it, you shouldn't. You should. You don't want to base your breakup on the fact that they have children. I mean, I mean
0: how many should be? How many Tinder that. profiles out there actually say I don't want a family? They don't. Right? Basically, don't. Yeah. Because what are your chances of getting laid if with somebody right. mm-hmm. who doesn't have kids? I mean, not to say anything about that, but I mean, like, I don't know. Yeah, okay, that's fucked. He's fucked up. He don't, is. don't, uh, regardless of yes. Susan's
1: behavior, he's still a fucked up motherfucker. Yeah,
0: so on the other side, the defense argued that she was immature and troubled with a history of suicide attempts. The impact of her father's suicide, the admission of sexual abuse by her stepfather Beverly Russell, the defense had the opportunity to show suicide was more likely the factor than a cold, deliberate murder. Like, they were just saying that she was more mentally unstable than intentionally like, premeditated, essentially. Overall, the judge recalled the defense tactic and how it actually toned down the intensity of the courtroom. Prosecution, of course, brings their case forward first, and then defense does. So when the defense brought their case forward, they said that the case, although it toned it down, it became more complex, because now we're talking about psychological evaluations and that kind of thing. So one clinical psychologist, George Rekers, said it is plausible that she could have committed suicide and taken her children with her, However, quote, her method here of committing suicide was very unusual. There are so many opportunities to get out and now her kids are strapped in their car seats and whatever was going to happen was going to happen to them unless she rescued them, end quote. And he said this, like testified it in court. Right. The trial began July 17th, 1995 and lasted seven days. That was it. Do you know how long OJ Simpson's trial lasted? Yeah, I watched it every- Nine months. <laughs> I know. <laughs> but her trial lasted seven days, and to no surprise, she was found guilty on both counts. In the state of South Carolina, capital punishment cases are separated into two distinct proceedings. One being guilty or not, so the guilty face, and mm. the other being death or life. Are you gonna get death penalty or life? Right. Should she receive the death penalty? Mm. What do you think? Are you asking me? Cause she she should ride the lightning. Oh yeah, real quick, real quick. I would have fucking <laughs> no, 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 no. She would have been shot. I yeah. would have given her. We, a bleh, 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 bleh.
1: I I, w- I would have taken my Mazda, put strapped her in the back, <laughs> and fucking sent her down a
0: lake. And Wait, that's she it? drove a Mazda. What? You want to kill her with her same vehicle? <laughs>
1: Please,
0: I dro- I what? drive a Mazda. I'm talking about my Mazda. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, no. so for the penalty phase or the sentencing phase, the prosecution recreated the deaths of Michael and Alex Smith. They mm-hmm. went back to the lake, they used a oh car identical to Susan's, and video recorded the entire thing from the car rolling down into the lake off of the boat ramp to watching it flip and bob in the water. Oh my filming god, filming not just on shore, but they also mounted a camera inside the car, roughly where Michael and Alex were strapped in. So, what Michael and mm-hmm and Alex would have seen as the water filled the car, everything. So they showed the jury a very rough view of what three-year-old Michael and 14-month-old Alex were facing at the means of their death. Of course, the defense objected to the video being entered into evidence. However, it was allowed. The judge later recalled, quote, when I looked at it, what was apparent was within the car, the water coming up was as much more slowly rising than it appeared from the exterior of the car. It was relevant to the issue of what just could have been done to save the children how long the time frame was in which something could have been done end quote which is why he went ahead and allowed it into evidence and it was not taken out yeah. so the judge declared it was relevant for sentencing it took about six minutes for the water to fill from the time the car entered into the water until it filled up to where Alex and Michael would have drowned they would have been terrified absolutely six minutes oh. though I mean oh. sometimes you think it would be like immediate right it would be like 60 seconds oh. no this bitch took six minutes yeah and they watched and that's that car Susan oh. Oh is sitting here watching her children die for six minutes. <sighs> okay so the the prosecution also had david testify as a victim impact statement as the father testifying how basically he brought the boys back to life during his testimony and the prosecutor tommy pope said quote that was the first time i ever broken down after a testimony end quote he also said that he apologized to david for having him testify the entire courtroom was in tears on david's testimony including susan mm. who remained very calm and quiet during the proceeding she even whispered after david's testimony I I'm sorry. To David. (laughs) Mm. He was livid after this. He couldn't he didn't have the words to say nor did he have the energy after that testimony to do anything about it but he was fucking livid. The defense's approach during the sentencing phase however they used Susan's social workers, family, and friends as victim impact statements or as just a character witnesses I should say to recount the most painful parts of her life. Her attorney said life would be more painful for her and the full horror of what she had done would weigh most on her for the rest of her life. The idea of the death penalty for retribution was not the case for Susan because she wanted to die. Mm -hmm. Beverly Russell, her stepfather, took the stand also and accepted the blame for his abuse on Susan. Really? Also partially took the blame for her actions on murdering her children. Wow. I wonder how much he was paid to do that.
1: Holy crap, I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh, okay. So July 28,
0: 1995, the jury unanimously voted to sentence Susan to life in prison versus the death penalty. David Smith said he was disappointed in the life sentence but also respected the jury and their decision under the state law she is eligible for parole after serving 30 years she is currently serving her life sentence at Leith Correctional Institution in Greenwood, South Carolina and is eligible for parole in 2024. No, 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 no,
1: no. Okay, so we, we're we doing a crime chat update on that.
0: Yes, well, I doubt she okay. will be released because she has been a less than model prisoner. She should be dead. To include- Already, Well, yeah. Well, we've got self-mutilation. Oh, okay. And since her incarceration, she had sex with not one but two prison guards one was in 2000 the other one was in 2001 both were convicted of the act and were fired and subsequently she was also moved from a different prison she was in columbia south carolina she's now in greenwood south carolina Uh additionally she likes to (laughs) she likes to coke 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 she's a drug user yeah yeah both her one of her prison guard flings and a former inmate told people magazine that she witnessed they both witnessed susan in her drug habit firsthand the former inmate said quote snort booty bump swallow shoot i've seen her do it all my main purpose was to bring her pills i became her guppy end quote oh that's a guard no 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 that was the other prison inmate (gasps) Oh, oh my God. Now, in 2015, seven years ago, Susan wrote a letter to the newspaper called The State, which is in Columbia, South Carolina. It's the state newspaper, in which she said, quote, I am not the monster society thinks I am. I am far from it. Something went very wrong that night. I was not myself. She continued, I was a good mother, and I love my boys. There was no motive, and it was not even a planned event. I was not in my right mind, end quote. I would I would beat the fuck out of her uh, right now, right, oh? Guess what? Susan is dating. What the fuck? She told People Magazine she has a long-distance boyfriend. Why is... What the... uh, Whom she exchanges romantic letters with. Susan likely imagines... (laughs) Told People People Magazine she imagines a normal married life and wants a fresh start when she gets her parole in 2024. People Magazine wrote, The man in his mid-40s lives outside of Columbia, South Carolina. Five minutes. (laughs) He works in a residential construction and is a divorced man with two adult children. He wrote to Susan after seeing a documentary about her own television and a long-distance romance blossomed like magnolia trees here in the South. No. I know. No. What is wrong with people? No, I know, I know, Uh, I know, I know. know. It's horrible. The last several years, she apparently has been behaving behind bars, knowing that parole is around the corner and come 2024, will she get her happy ever after chatter? What do you think? You let us know. I say <laughs> fuck that.
1: I say I fuck that. I'm gonna try myself. Fuck accent. that crime
0: chat. Fuck that.
1: Like that's fuck that. Fuck <laughs> that.
0: In my research in this story, I did find, I did want to throw out some very sickening statistics. I don't know if this is the cherry on top. I don't know. I don't know. Okay. Let's do it. Philicide is the term when parents kill their children. I didn't know that. It's called philicide. Philicide. Nearly 1800 children are killed every year in the United States, which has the highest murder rate of children in the United States, and most of which are at the hand of parents, which is about 60%. Oh, my lord. 90% of children, 90% of that 60% are murdered by their biological parent. The other 10% are by step-parents. Oh. The strongest predictive factor based on studies is a young maternal age, 19 years old old or younger with a high school education or less and has late or absent prenatal care so that's like a determining factor or a high factor of murdering your children let me tell you okay i was 18 and i turned 19 right after i had my son i was married Mm -hmm. yes i got married uh, you know whatever i was already in the military at the time i had been in the military for a year because i joined when i was 17 right i had a high school education at the time i have a bachelor's and a master's now i mean no i wasn't absent in prenatal care but i was not gonna murder my my children. My son just no. turned 24 yesterday. No, there is no excuse
1: is for no what excuse. she did. There is Fuck zero. That. I don't care if you were in the worst neighborhood, at the worst situation. I don't care if she still had Beverly in her life. There mm-hmm. is no,
0: no reason why you would take the lives of two people. Had absolutely, absolutely no way to defend themselves. No. None. No. 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 None. Just a couple more other little statistics here. Men are likely to kill older children, while women are likely to kill the younger children. Maybe I didn't know that. So altruistic filicide is when parents kill the children out of love rather than hate or anger. These also have two subcategories, filicide associated with suicide and then filicide to relieve or prevent suffering, which may be real or imagined. So I feel like that's, what's the term? Munchausen? Munchausen, yeah. Yeah. I feel like that's Munchausen, Munchausen's. Syndrome. Syndrome. Mm -hmm. is basically when they're trying to prevent or relieve the child from suffering, whether it's Munchausen's or maybe they are actually like facing some sort of illness and they kill their child based on that. Or Mm -hmm. the first one was based on suicide which many women, also this is my next point, many women who succeeded with an insanity defense also plan to fill aside suicide their kids but were unsuccessful in killing themselves but they Mm -hmm. killed their child. Mm -hmm. I don't know how that's possible. No, it's not possible. I don't no, I, I, like, I have so many questions after that. So when mothers of young children commit suicide, about 5% also kill at least one of their children. Oh my god okay it's very like familial yeah it has a very traumatic impact yeah it's been proven psychologically that it's been proven to be a factor in somebody's mental state understandably Mm -hmm. but at the long term of it one of the other things that i read is that the other inmate so the one inmate who was with her but there was another inmate that was also interviewed in people magazine who said that she's just come to realize how manipulative susan smith is yeah. She's a malignant narcissist. Yes, yeah, that's what she is. Absolutely. And yeah. she feels like I did nothing Wrong. I was just not in my right mind. I just killed my two children. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> 30 years later. Whatever, woman. No. She's exactly no. what she needs to be. And honestly, I wouldn't
1: even give her that much. I mean, it, it pains me to say I'm not a vindictive person or an evil person, but it pains me to say that it hurts me to know that we are as good people. Mm-hmm. And we're good. Even okay. though we obsess about dark minds, evil crimes.
0: <laughs> we obsess dark about minds. other people's fucked up <laughs> lives. <laughs> yeah. Yeah <laughs> we don't we have mean, it
1: ourselves. No. no we, it, But for somebody to do this and when you spoke about like six minutes in the car mm. this is this is a dark dark. And this
0: is also after I wrote this, what did I tell you? This is the worst story I've ever written. Yeah,
1: you were you were you were horrible. Uh, you, you said that, and if you're a mother, yes, this is real bad because yeah. you you know the sacrifices you make for a child, and to know that she did this over a breakup, mm-hmm. and how dare I, oh, we can go so deep? But I just get annoyed the fact that the courts actually entertain the fact that oh she was hurting during, and don't get me wrong, yes she was definitely something definitely horrible fucking happened. Fucking River,
0: her. thank you. Drop
1: those kids off at the fire department yes
0: and walk be, away as we know from a of default you can do that in south carolina yes. you can drop your kids off at a safe haven and be yeah. forgiven oh i don't know maybe give them back to their dad who you're legally separated from right i think she wanted to get attention i think I, she absolutely. wanted tom's attention yes absolutely once she realized she couldn't get it by one going back to the company two mm. he wasn't talking about her at the tavern All the pleas that she made to be like, "Oh, take me back!" No, and it didn't work. Her only choice was to kill her children for attention.
1: Yeah. Oh my god. Evil. Oh oh. my god. I hope everything hits us. I hope every fucking thing hits.
0: I will be petitioning twenty twenty four. Do not let this woman out.
1: (laughs) Hell no. She doesn't. I mean, she
0: doesn't have a clean record. Her first chance of parole would be thirty years, right? So twenty twenty four. She would ha- be eligible for parole in another ten years. That look, this bitch has two life sentences. Let her be in there for life. And it pisses me off that she's in for there for life. I know, but I, I, I same. Se- I mean, I'm in the same boat, right? Right. You're, you're wasting my taxpayers' money. Yes, yes. By keeping this woman alive, she will never, never be a functioning part of of South Carolina society. society. No, God, no, ever. God so no. why is she- Look, if anybody deserves a harsh oh, view, it's it is her. She's it's right her. up there.
1: Yeah. She She's really is.
0: worse than Alyssa DeVault. This makes you feel a certain way. It makes you feel a certain way. And mm. she should definitely I'm sorry. Yes. I said. It. <laughs> Say it with your southern accent though. She deserves capital
1: punishment. <laughs> Men, get your twitches out and beat that bitch. <laughs> beat that bitch
0: on the state capital steps. Yeah, oh my god you're
1: welcome okay. cats yes you're welcome your welcome. cat's accent is fucking i'm living for it right now
0: <laughs> Ugh, this just enrages me to my core
1: it should enrage anybody with any level of morale or love or
0: human being or child like i've already heard people after we posted that there's only three episodes left of this yeah. season and coming up next is susan smith the insidious uh-huh. susan smith yes one person said they can't
1: even listen to it I,
0: they were like I they're can. like you know what i know what this story is about not yes. listening to it and i get that and i you know i and i appreciate and i respect that obviously right. But that's how bad bad she is. That's how bad. Burn in. Burn. Um, there is Absolutely. a special place for you right next to Lucifer Morningstar. star bless your heart no <laughs> not bless your heart curse your soul but i thought bless your heart and southern was go fuck yourself in, in a way but it is also like okay. it's also like if you say bless your heart to somebody who's just an idiot you're like oh bless your heart you have no idea what you're talking about oh, mm. pity you right but it could be also like bless your heart fuck you no mm, curse your soul susan smith curse your fucking oh. soul all right i gotta
1: brush up on my son.
0: Alright, so after this dark story, yes we continue
1: down this rabbit hole getting deeper and deeper and deeper. Into the south. Into the (laughs) south. Because we don't want to leave you hanging chatters, please for more information on this case, check out after that crime chat and you're going to have all that Look,
0: I found pictures, okay, and there Mm. are pictures out there of Susan, of her pleading in the news magazine, of course of baby michael and alex and a picture of them in the car after it was pulled out but it is blurred yes. out you can't see them it's blurred out like their images are blurred out but it just gives you an idea of jesus what this woman did rest in peace yes oh my god you poor baby but don't forget to follow us on crime chat with nat and Cat on any of your social media needs and desires facebook instagram youtube twitter TikTok. to see what's coming up next We only have two episodes after this. Two! Two episodes! (laughs) of season one but have no fear chatters season two is coming. It's coming. It's like a tsunami. Oh it's coming girl. Oh it's coming. (laughs) (laughs) It's gonna fill this house. Yes it is.
1: And remember Crime Chat with Nat and Kat subscribe to our Patreon. (laughs) Bonus episodes behind the scenes bloopers. Yes yes And always check out merch in the works and by the way (laughs) the Crime Chat crime and cosmetic palace and you know what line we have lip play ashes and an eyeshadow palette. Yes. It is exclusive and it is here and it is celebrating. Well, how many freaking episodes did we have? 117? Like, oh, oh, we have so many. 5,000 episodes. Well, 5,000
0: episodes. <laughs> and we've had a blast every yes. freaking minute. So we will end season one with 36 episodes.
1: Yay. And with, no, we will end, we will end on 36 episodes, a eyeshadow palette, freaking lippies. Lip. And I, and lashes. Yes. This is the best season one of any fucking ever, podcast ever. Ever. Ever.
0: We've got it. And, and I mean, we say season one because there's more. Yeah, there's, more. <laughs> there's not going to be just one. Oh, no, no. no. Nay, nay. No. no, no. But wait. No. But wait. There's more. <laughs> mm-hmm. So be sure to check out our next episode, episode 35, with you, Nat. Yes. And please tell me you're going to make it lighter. It's going to be fun. Okay. Thank God. Dark, but fun, but dark, but fun.
1: But you know us. Okay. (laughs) (laughs)
0: It's going to be good. (laughs) But you don't want to miss a chatter, so we will see you next week on the Crime Chat for our second to last episode. Yes. (laughs)